Hey, it's Abby here, and we just want to do a little bit of a celebration ahead of Mother's Day. So welcome to my podcast mini-series. It's called As a Mum. We're going to be chatting with some extraordinary uh, mothers and also people that I've chatted to in the past that have meant something important to me. So let's get into it. First up, I'm chatting with a very talented writer, poet, and mother of three, Jess Ehrlich. She writes beautiful poetry about the ups and downs of motherhood. She's got a new book out. Hey, Jess. Happy Mother's Day. Hey, Jess. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's funny talking to a modern-day poet. You know, I always think about, like, you know, Shakespeare and all the crap poetry that maybe you had to learn during, you know, during school, (laughs) but you are, like, a young, hot poet. (laughs) Oh, wow, thank you. What an intro. (laughs) You've always been been writing poems all through school? Yeah, I did start when I was really young. I think as soon as I could really put pen to paper, I started writing poetry. Um, I think five was when I wrote my first poem. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I sort of continued throughout life, but then I sort of had like a really big gap. I guess you could say probably through high school when you really gain that social life and poetry is maybe not as cool. Um, and then I picked up a pen again after my second born was six months old. So you've got you've got three children. How old are they? Five, four, and six months. Wow. Okay. So between the five and four, that would that was quite close. That would have been quite a stressful yeah. time. They were a year apart. It was definitely stressful. It's one of those things that like now when I look at them, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad that I did that. But I had absolutely no idea what I was getting myself into in those early days. Poetry is, I mean, that's what songs are as well, you know, when people write songs. But poetry has that ability to cut through when you have that feeling, I guess, that you can't really express and then you put it in such a poetic way. How, why do you mm. think it resonates with so many people? I think I think with motherhood especially is that when you kind of go into it, there's so much that you don't expect. Um, there's so many feelings you don't expect as well and there's that whole two things can be true. I think with the poetry that I write and put out there, it highlights uh, the lows as well as the yeah. highs and I try and sort of tell that in a way that um, for one resonates with other mothers and fathers as well but also one that is validating um, because I think a lot of mothers feel really ungrateful when they talk about the lows. I don't realise how normal it is to experience these things. When I had my eldest, who's now 11, I didn't know what to expect, I guess. You know, you just feel that you're going to feel this overwhelming sense of love. And I really didn't. It's not that I didn't love him. It was just a real disconnect. All I felt was this thing that I had to protect him. I really, really had to protect him at all costs. And it was my thing to, I guess, to do everything right and you don't really talk about that because you already see the gushing photos of, like, oh, my God, he's so amazing. Motherhood is exactly mm-hmm. what I thought it would be, where mm-hmm. you explore those things of going, I don't know if I particularly like this all the time. Yeah, well, for sure. And I think as well, like, it's, it's so nuanced. I mean, you know, some, some mothers have a traumatic birth, some are unable to breastfeed, and they have, like, a almost like a, a mourning from that, um, like a grief period. Um, I know I did. Mm. In postnatal anxiety baby blues. I mean, there's so many, so many things that can shape a journey and to just talk about this love bubble that you have in the newborn days, it kind of, it almost like pushes aside everything else that you're feeling and it makes you think, oh my goodness, there's something wrong with me. And I think the more that we talk about all the shades of especially the fourth trimester, but you know, and, and much further than that. Um, yeah, I just think it's, it's like a big exhale. It's really freeing. 
I was reading out one of your uh, poems just recently, which is All I See Is You, which is from the perspective of a child, um, you know, with the, the sleepless nights and I'm not doing a good enough job and it's from the, the child's eyes of, like, you are you are the bee's knees. You're all I see. You're everything. And I was reading that out and I got a message um, from uh, a listener and I just want to read out some of it to you. She said... Um, Dear Abs, I just want to let you know that the poem that you read out by Jess this morning from a newborn's perspective was lovely. I've had a few weeks from hell with our um, seven-month-old. It's placed immense pressure on my fiancé and I's relationship, and if he didn't worship the ground that I walked on, I would not be here today. As you read out Jess's poem on the radio, I was on my way home from school drop-off and my daughter was screaming in the back seat, which is a very common thing. I absolutely burst into tears, but they were happy tears and relief tears. Sometimes in a moment of loneliness, you need that angel that was you and Jess today delivering that poem. I just want to say thank you so much. You've definitely saved one's mum, one mum's sanity and I'm sure many, many more. That's the impact oh, that you have goodness. on them. Wow, that's just given me very misty eyes right now. That's just really, really humbling to hear. Yeah. Is there one that you want to read out for us today? Yes, I'll read one out for you. Um, so this one's from my book, My After All, and it can also be um, purchased on Etsy if anyone would like it. It's called You'll Always Be My Baby. Because people are saying as well, you can print out the words as well. Like if you go to yeah. your website, and I do encourage people to do that, if you want to go to Jess's um, website, uh, jessicaerlish.com, um, and there's so many different things that you can able to get from your website as well. Cool. Well, I'll read this one out. Okay. You'll always be my baby, just heavier to hold. You'll always be my beginning, but a comfort that feels old. You'll always be my heartbeat, a familiar but new sound. You'll always be the ticking clock in a world you made slow down. You'll always be my worry when you trip and when you fall. You'll always be my tears, the happiest of them all. You'll always be my constant, the pulse of our home. You'll always be my calling, more so when I'm alone. You'll always be my journey, I'm taken away with you. You'll always be my weakness and a strength I never knew. You'll always be my final thoughts, even on those harder days. You'll always be my forever and forever be my always. You'll always be my reason, even when I'm grey and old. You'll always be my baby, just heavier to hold. Why do I always cry? <laughs> <laughs> that is beautiful. Has it been, been different for you third time around? You know, when you kind of go, I don't know about you, but I used to always rush up the first, like want everything to rush. like, And then the third oh, one, yeah. you're like, I've just let go of so much. Oh, yeah. That's that's probably been the biggest difference is that, um, I mean, you know, I kind of knew what to expect. She's been a lot more cruisy and I don't know if that's just because it's her temperament or because she's kind of had to be a little bit because she's the third. But, yeah, I'm definitely not rushing things anymore. You kind of just know that they are going to happen. Time's going to push everything along anyway. That's inevitable. Um, so, yeah, I'm just enjoying it and, and not stressing as much and kind of just going, you know, things aren't perfect. It's chaos around me, but um, like I'm currently sitting in the playroom and there's crap everywhere. But, you know, it's <laughs> like one day it won't be like this. Yeah. I would download those books where you sort of, you know, had to have the right nap time and you had to measure the naps. And then for the third born, I was like, well, they don't really have a choice because you're out at kids' sport. <laughs> And the other day yeah. the kids were playing tennis and I had my four-year-old um, who loves playing tennis um, at 7.30 p.m. on a tennis court and it was freezing cold and I was like, oh, my God, everyone's probably looking around wondering why is he out there. And I was like, well, I don't care. He really enjoys it. Where previously mm. I'd be like, oh, my God, he's got to get to bed. 
I know. <laughs> it's the thing. And like now I'm just clocking yawns rather than looking at the time because I'm just like, oh, she's yawned. Yep, time time to go to bed. Yeah. And we kind of had this period. And I know I shouldn't say this out loud because it's one of those things you never talk about sleep, right? Especially if it's good. Yeah. But we had a pretty a pretty easy going um, first few months. And I have been humbled. I mean, she wouldn't, she wouldn't sleep in her bassinet or anything like that. She always wanted yeah. to sleep with me. And that was a bit hard. But now, oh my gosh, I was up four times last night. Hence probably the very croaky voice. No. I was like, oh my gosh, do you forget about the sleep deprivation until you're in it again and then you're like, wow. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you're ever going to sleep again, really. <laughs> Probably what, not. What are you going to do to celebrate Mother's Day? To be honest, I actually thought it was this Sunday and <laughs> I only found out a couple of days ago it was the following Sunday. I should really know that. Um, so I don't know. And it's probably an unpopular opinion, but I would quite like some time alone. Like no, maybe even the gift like, of loneliness <laughs> is amazing for Mother's Day. It really is. Just, you know, a bit of time just to not be needed and just maybe have a really long shower, maybe go shopping. I don't know. Something My like friends that. and I started a tradition where we actually go out for dinner on Mother's Day um, and it's turned into a little bit of like too many drinks, too many cocktails. And, you know, it's always on a Sunday and we've got to work the next day. But it's just a nice tradition because all the, all the dads are like, what do, you, what do you mean? You want to go out for Mother's Day? And we're like, well, it's quality time for you and the kids. But, but none of them can ever say anything. And they're always going to be free just waiting on what we do. But it's a nice little tradition that we've started doing where it felt really wrong at the start. But now we're like, oh, we've owned it. Yeah, and earned it. And earned it, yeah. I think I might actually um, make that one of my traditions. That's right. We can do it across the ditch. We can all get to <laughs> <laughs> No, I just want to say thank you so much. Your, your poems have have been shared so much with our listeners and they've just meant so much to them. And I guess everyone is going through different stages of it and different appreciation, but your ability to just cut through has just meant so much. So I just want to say thank you. Oh, well, thank you. And thank you so much for sharing my poems. And if there, um, you want to get a book or if you want to go to her website for uh, more of the poems, you can. It's jessurlich.com. Thank you. Thank you so much. Really, really appreciate it. I thank you. When's, um... well, I guess before Mother's Day and considering you don't know what day that is. Um... No. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're probably going to put them on the week starting the 8th, are we? Yeah, we'll, we'll let you know and we'll tag you in. That would be awesome. Yeah, I'd love to be able to share it with my audience as well. Yeah, yeah. No, it would just be really nice. We're just going to put a, filter, them, filter them through because um, my boss was like, what do you want to do for Mother's Day? And I'm like, nothing really. Um but I kind of go, there's so many chats, I guess, I've had over the time and some of them stick in your mind and they're the ones that I wanted to be able to share and relive again. Oh, awesome. So thank you. I'm looking forward to it. Well, right. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye-bye. Stab Abby and Matt on B105.